Hello friends, welcome to our podcast, Allegedly Okay. I'm Amy. And I'm Rose. It's been a long while since we've recorded a podcast, so we kind of forgot how we usually do this, but shout out to Henry and our partners. They're always asking when their next episode is, and it's now, because we've been studying, working. But now we're back. So speaking of working, we thought that today we'd tell you about some of our most wildest work stories. So me and Rose, during our undergrad, we had to work various jobs because we had stuff to buy and bills to pay. Well, more so Rose. I lived at home. Dorms were, well, I mean, I didn't work first year, but apartments. Anyway. Anyway, so for me, in my experience, I had to work because I had to gain experience to apply to graduate schools. And I'm not going to name any specifics of where I worked and what profession it was, but I can say that it was in a healthcare environment and I was an intern for this office. So just a warning to our listeners, if you're still out there, (laughs) that my story involves sexual harassment and bullying from people with in a higher position of power so if that makes you uncomfortable maybe just sit this episode out even though it's our first episode in a while i would say you could skip to a certain part but i don't even know where that certain part is (laughs) you can skip through my story you can just wait till rose's story okay so as i said i was an intern at this one healthcare office and our busiest weeks was when a bunch of these doctors would come in and just take extra classes to learn certain techniques on how to work on their patients and what whatever. I don't know what else to say to not reveal the details because I don't want to <laughs> expose myself or the office. Anyways, and one of the supervising doctors there, I wouldn't say what kind of doctor, so just use your imagination. So this one doctor, he was kind of giving me like very sketchy vibes the second that he came to the office, I was like, hmm, he seems very suspicious. I don't know what it is about him, but I'm gonna steer clear, which is what I did. And then I started noticing that he would talk really closely in like the ears of the other female interns or just be in like, try to be in the same space as them alone. That's and that's creepy. when I was like, hmm. So whenever he would start heading my direction, I would either go the other way or just try to like pretend like I didn't see him. Anyways. I think it, I we like really confirmed our suspicion though when he found one of our interns, who was also an undergraduate student, and he was like in his forties, maybe fifties, and she was in her early twenties. He found her on Facebook, and messaged her and was like, "Hey, long day, huh?" I was like, mm, "That's like even if he was just trying to be friendly, that's crossing a boundary because that's her social media and." that's just a weird question to ask even our boss didn't ask us we are not even friends with our boss on facebook the next day because we had a group chat with all the interns and she sent us the screenshot of him messaging her and that's the next day that's when we knew we were like okay steer clear of this guy which is what i did i that's what i already was already doing but there's this one moment where we were in this room and he needed to grab something and since my back was like facing the door and I was looking into the room to see like the doctors needed any kind of assistance, he crept up behind me and literally took his hand and grabbed my neck. 
and was like hey like and then trying to lead me to whatever item that he needed like can you get me this which might not sound crazy to like the listeners but you do not need to be touching well, that's creepy. your employees like that and it was a long hold too like he was on my neck for at least a whole minute and he was like grabbing my neck and whispering in my ears like oh can you grab me these sailing bags like right there like first of all sir i work here i know where the item is you don't need to show it to me like that and i think right when that happened one of my closest friends she was also working with me and she was so shocked like i was shocked because i was the one that was experiencing it but she was also shocked because she witnessed it and we both froze because we didn't know what to do and I just remember, like, okay, whatever's not a big deal. But then we went into our staff room, and I just started crying. Like, I started breaking down because I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. And maybe it was, like, just an accumulation of that week and how stressful it was for me. And that was just, like, the icing on top of the cake. And I remember, like, all the interns coming in. They're like, what happened? What's wrong? What's wrong? And, oh, my gosh, <laughs> one of my... Um, co-workers or interns he was so sweet he like ever since he found out that happened to me like my co-worker would never let me be alone with a male doctor like it was so sweet like I think like it was so cute like every time he saw that that like that doctor come into the room he'd be like leave like he'd be like I got it like oh, that's what I mean like my co-worker I would say you know, have you seen those memes where it's like, you know when a man, like a man in a book is written by a woman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that's exactly who he is. So shout out to you. I, I know you're not listening, but. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and when I told my supervisor about it, our manager, office manager, she seemed really mad and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to do something. But guess what? Nothing happened. They just made him take like a sexual harassment course. And then he came back in the next couple of months to keep working at the office that's when I realized like wow this office just pretends to care about their workers it's more about a money thing for them and they're obviously going to prioritize the doctors over their interns who they only pay like slightly above minimum wage and there's just a whole lot of things that happened in that particular office like we were getting bullied by our office managers there was a lot of unnecessary competition and I don't know. It was very overwhelming and I was glad to leave even though I <laughs> I quit because I said it was due to scheduling conflicts but it was just a lot. Like I was just over it. You know what's funny is that even after that sexual harassment incident I worked there for another year because I really thought they were going to do something about it and then he came back. That's disappointing. Since then almost all of the workers have left already. Like all of the people that I originally worked with they all quit or went on to do their own thing so... I hope they learn from that to train their staff better. Well, during my time in college, I lived in the same apartment for the last three years. And I worked there because I needed that money. Mm -hmm. And I got a little discount on rent. And it was just convenient since my work commute was like a minute to the office. I feel like most of my time there, it was awful. For a variety of reasons, but I stayed because I needed the money. And it was really convenient because you didn't have your car. Yeah, just my bike. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the maintenance people there, there were two of them at the time. And one of them, he gave me like dad vibes. So I was like cool with him. But the other one, 
you know how sometimes there's people that are like low-key creepy or they're like staring at you for too long that was him but i didn't think of anything of it but then one time i was checking our social media and somebody had liked a girl's instagram post that was kind of you know a thirst trap Mm-hmm. And they commented, and I was like, <laughs> on, the, on the apartment Instagram. Yeah, I was like, who did this? Like, I don't know who to tell. Maybe you just forgot to switch accounts. But it was the work iPad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe do you think he was like logged onto his phone? Maybe. Well, I was like wondering who that was, but then one day I think one of the residents complained because apparently he had tried to after fixing whatever was broken since you can submit maintenance requests and they'll fix it within like a day or two he stayed a little bit longer and was like trying to ask her out ask for her social media and stuff like that and it turns out whenever he goes into an apartment where there's like females there he's like always staring at them and making people uncomfortable so he's fired but we I mean, still saw him at, around. At least he was fired. Yeah. But I feel like if it had been another employee, I don't think he would have been fired mm-hmm. because something in the past happened where like they just kind of transferred or like they were pressured to not talk about it. But since it was a resident and that's like where they make their money, they had to show that they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. It's funny how both of our stories involved nasty men. Well, moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, you're still looking for work because you yeah. just finished I your... I just graduated from blank school, from blank university. With a degree in blank. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to relax a little bit, but I've already had like a couple of job interviews lined up. And, you know, hopefully I don't have the same crazy experience. Yeah, but for any of my, like, future pre-health anything that are looking for experience or jobs, first of all, make sure you get paid. Like, don't let them take advantage of you. You should get paid for your worth and how much work you're doing because we were working crazy hours. Because some weeks, like, during the summer, a lot of us interns were working from, like, 7 a.m. to midnight to help all of these doctors. And we were only getting paid $11, $12. They even tried to, like, recruit people from the pre-health society to, like, come work for free for the experience. Just don't let yourself get scammed. Like, you are doing work that that you should be paid for. And also, I know that from from my own experience, me speaking up didn't do anything, but I don't want that to discourage any of you to, if you face something similar, to not speak out because... Even if they didn't do something, I still said something to, like, all future interns. Like, I'd be like, this is the man you need to watch out for. Like, I I want, I needed to do something. And if they don't have your back and you're in, your, in a position where you can leave, leave. Because there are tons of opportunities out there. You just have to look for it. Don't, like, stress yourself out just for some experience or just for some minimum wage. Yeah, it's in the long term. It's not worth it because mm-hmm. you're probably decreasing your quality of life and maybe even your lifespan from all the stress that was that was deep i didn't know you would take it that far (laughs) (laughs) i was just like oh (laughs) anyway nowadays you're working a lot yeah after 
college after my interrupted gap year with COVID. I've been doing more stuff in education. My background is in science, a variety of sciences and kind of education. And so that's what I've been doing. And for the most part, it's been good, but I started a new job. <laughs> but you're still at your old job. It's like... Yeah, I'm still at my old job. This new job, I feel like I was so happy because it's connected to the middle school that I went to. So I was like, yeah, my, it's my people. <laughs> no, they're not my people. <laughs> I don't know who these kids are, but they are crazy. It's because the, I told you, like, middle schoolers, there's just something about them. They yeah. are literally so evil. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, high school is the worst, like, blah, blah. Like, no, middle school, that's, like where the most traumatic years are because everyone's going through puberty yeah. they don't know what the hell they're doing mm-hmm. and they just need attention yeah they need a lot of attention so when i first started my first education job middle school was the age group that i was dreading but they turned out to be some of the sweetest kids and so i was like okay i can do middle school <laughs> i was wrong <laughs> these kids they i know they have a lot going on like in their lives and they're not getting the attention or support that they need. But I don't know how to support them. It's just hard because you don't have the training for it because the place that you're working at did not train you. I was just kind of thrown into camp. So it's not really your fault. Yeah, I'm I'm telling myself it's not my fault, and I know I don't have background in, like, psychology. I have, like, superficial, like, classes that I took, but I didn't delve deep into, like, I don't know, child development and psychology but that's who they should have hired first before they hired you well they're thinking about that now now after a couple kids i'm trying to shake you oh, well, they, okay. <laughs> that's not 100 percent true okay more background so when i first started i jumped right into camp after school because they got out at 10 30 and so i would work there in the morning but then I would leave early because they end up two or three and I had to go to my first job because that was after school camp. And there was this one kid, they warned me that he's kind of shy and nonverbal. So don't worry if he doesn't say anything to you. I don't know why, but he was like, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And one day I had to leave or not come in at all because I had something to do for the other job. And the next day, that kid... He was like, Miss Rose, where were you yesterday? I had to go to my other job. That's fine, right? And he's like, hmm, but why can't you stay here? I was like, I need to make money. And he's like, if I stab you, will you stay? <laughs> I was like, mm, no, I think I'd have to go to the hospital. And so he thought about it for a minute. But then he was like, if I knock you out, will you stay? I was like, I would still have to go to the hospital, buddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> overall, he's a sweet kid. He's funny. It's just, I don't know. He got a lot going on. I don't know what I would say in that situation. I think if he was like, if I stabbed you, would you stay? I'd be like, no. And then I'd leave. Like, I can't. I just wonder what his situation at home is for him to have to resort to asking about violence. Well, I don't know. I think all of them, for some reason, they're very confrontational. All their decisions lead to escalation. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of escalation, we went on a field trip on the second day of this new summer camp, and all the instructors had left because they thought everything was cool, 
and I was waiting for them to get picked up at the park. However, they had been trash talking since the end of the field trip. I don't know for what reason. It was probably something dumb, like teasing people about their hair and then talking about their skin color and stuff like that. And these two boys, I don't know what drove it. I think he would just got really defensive for his sister, and then they started smack talking, and then out of nowhere they started throwing punches at each other. <laughs> I was like, what? It was no. only you. Were they tall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for reference, I'm four eleven and a half. These kids, they're middle schoolers, so they're growing. Yeah. And they're big. <laughs> and there's like twelve kids, and these two kids are fighting. I'm like, what do I do? And I was like, guys, stop. They try to break it up, and they did like back off. You should have brought your whistle. What's that gonna do? <laughs> Distract them and then put them, pull them away. I mean, they did back away. They only got in like a couple of punches before I saw. Oh, yeah, only them. a couple of punches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering I was the only person there. <laughs> like you know how sometimes back in middle school there'd be a fight and they're like going at it and there's a circle of people around them and then somebody finally comes. No, because when I see a fight that's about to happen, I turn around and I mind my own business. <laughs> because I remember they would have like the zero tolerance policies, and they're like, if you are just a bystander, then you're a part, you're a participant. And I was like, no, so I would leave. I think that's what annoyed me the most, because I was like, guys, you need to chill. You can't keep attacking each other like this. And they kept attacking each other, like verbally. And anyway, after I broke that up, one of the kids he stormed off, and I thought he was cooling off, so I talked to the other kid that was kind of instigating and I was like you can't do this again and then this other kid while I was talking to him the kids were like he got a brick (laughs) (laughs) I was like what (laughs) so thankfully he was far enough away at this park so I like (laughs) sped walk over to him and like try to calm him down why did you run because I didn't want him to like start running at me oh (laughs) He was just really upset and like he was kind of crying because of how frustrated he was. And I was like, you're okay, it's okay. You don't have to keep fighting. And he dropped the brick and he walked away like back down the hill because his friend's mom was picking them up. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll deal with that later Mm -hmm. because I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I don't know. That was a whole mess. That's why I don't teach middle school. If you were wanted to be an educator well i didn't know this was gonna happen at the other job for christmas i guess they really liked us and like a couple of them gave us christmas presents oh it's so sweet i love middle schoolers <laughs> no, I don't. oh gosh i mean after that we don't want to suspend them or make them not be able to come because i feel like the school system always just goes to expulsion and then they go to another school or somewhere else and they still don't get the support that they need. Mm-hmm. So we talked to their parents and they kind of got along after, but it still felt like the adrenaline rush that I had because I was like, is this kid going to throw a brick at me? Am I going to end up in the hospital today? I said that you should just bring your whistle in the future. We have them for a reason when we were in the cult. Yeah, in the cult. <laughs> we had the large whistles for a reason. To... Should I teach them Morse code? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Teach them Morse. Shut up. <laughs> Morse code. Shut up. 
after that, I talked to my supervisor there, and she was like, I've never had to deal with this. I don't know what to do. And so I talked to my supervisor at my other job, and she was like, yeah, I've only had to deal with like a couple of fights in my 10 years of education. I was like, what do I do? Quit. <laughs> I you need to go. <laughs> That's the thing. I do want to quit, but also I feel bad because I feel like these kids need consistency and they need somebody that's always there. Yeah, I I mean, I understand that you feel like that type of responsibility, but at the same time, again, yeah. you're not qualified yeah. yet. I don't know if I to can handle do that. kids like this. Yeah. So, it wouldn't be your fault if you got overwhelmed and decided to leave. Yeah. So the director there did tell me it wasn't my burden to carry, mm-hmm. but you know, I still feel guilty because you want these kids to do well. Yeah. That's what I've been sitting on, and that's why we haven't been podcasting. <laughs> well, not just that. It's because I've been studying for this really big test, yeah. like, all day, every day, and yeah. so has my partner. Yeah. So that was you. And then I would fall asleep at 8 <laughs> every day because I was physically <laughs> and emotionally yeah, exhausted. We're just trying to slow it down and try to podcast again. And just vent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess regardless, even though we've had bad experiences in our career areas, that's still not like fully deterring us from continuing to be in that. Mm-hmm. Because we know it's not the profession, it's the people. So yeah, yeah it, we learned a lot, but sometimes at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> that JK. is the question. JK, JK kidding, JK kidding. So yeah, we hope that you enjoyed listening to our stories again. Yeah, our plan for this episode is kind of loosey-goosey. Yeah, I didn't know what to talk about. But, I mean, we came up with something. Yeah. I think they've learned something from our stories yeah. to our two listeners. <laughs> two or three. <laughs> One of our partners. <laughs> <laughs> Not my partner, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Allegedly Okay. <laughs> Rose wants me to say the whole title of our <laughs> episode is work, but the actual episode is work, 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 work. <laughs> Inspiration by Rihanna. And um, so yeah, we hope you enjoy listening. It has been a while since our last episode, but we're looking forward to more episodes in the future, even more stories and more life lessons that you could all learn from. Thanks, y'all. Follow us on our social medias. If you haven't, we still have nothing on there. No, there's one post. Oh, there's one post on our Instagram at Allegedly Okay. So please follow us <laughs> if you're interested. I'm going to try to be a better social media manager. I've just been very busy. <laughs> I've been crazy busy, but now I'm unemployed. Not a student anymore, so. Woo-hoo. Woohoo! Okay, that's it. Okay, bye! <laughs>